Alrighty guys, before we get into today's episode, we are going to be giving a quick trigger warning. So one of the episodes we will be talking about today is season 3, episode 8, titled Whispered to a Scream. And in this episode, a sensitive topic is covered. We are focused on Ellie, who is going through personal issues, which ends up leading to her cutting herself. So if this is a topic that you would much rather not sit in on or you know this might be a sensitive issue i would recommend skipping the section that we talk about season three episode eight of course we're gonna let you guys know when that's gonna be happening but as a heads up right now that is one of the episodes we will be talking about so and we just wanted to let you all know in preparation of that hello and welcome to degrassified where every week we talk about everyone's favorite team tv show degrassi hello everyone and welcome back to Degrassified. My name's Ellie Sanji. And I'm Emily. And I'm Sabrina. And we are back with another episode <laughs> of our podcast. If you're wondering who that third voice was, that is Sabrina. She is my, she is Ellie Sanji's sister. Um, I kind of forced her, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, Sabrina, do you want to be on the podcast right now? And she was like, do I have to? (laughs) She was like, I didn't even watch the episodes. And I was like, it's okay. I'm going to give you a synopsis so you'll know what happened. So here we are. Sabrina, do you have anything to say to the fans? Um, Not at the moment, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say. No, you're fine. Emily, do you have anything to say before we jump in? No, other than this just means that... You know, in relation to the trigger warning we gave earlier in the episode, this is, is when we will speak. Well, well, talking well, we about have to- we got- well, we got to talk about the B plot first in the episode, and oh. then we get to that one because oh, I, I forgot. forgot there was a B I plot. forgot there's two plots. So, okay, sorry. Go on. So we are talking about season three, episode eight of Degrassi: Whisper to a Scream. We have two plots always plot a deals with ellie and like some stress she's going through of multiple things we're gonna get into that and the b plot which we're gonna talk about first is our girl that they always suspect terry mcgregor wow i can't even say her last name terry mcgregor getting a b plot storyline i will say i have not watched these episodes in two weeks and i was like maybe i should Rewatch them in preparation for us recording tonight and i said no i'm not gonna fucking do that so i'm on degrassi wiki once again i'm gonna like go through this b-pop really quickly terry keeps getting roses stuck on her locker and she's like oh my god it's a secret admirer and hazel's like wow like who's in love with you and she's like you know who i wanted to be i wanted to be rick murray the new guy that's at school who's like kind of shy or whatever but then we have tobias Isaac, who's always being weird, and he's like saying creepy weird things to her and calling her Therese. And then you find out it's because Ashley told him that like she has like magical powers because they always trying to bring up the fact that she's magical or whatever. And he was trying to test her mind or something and she failed. And then she finds out that the roses were from Rick and that's the beginning of their relationship. What do you have to say? Dude, they made, like, Toby so creepy this episode. Yeah. Um, I was, like, ill. They always, like, they just, like, continue to make his char- character super duper creepy. I don't know why. Um, Sabrina, does Rick look familiar to you? <laughs> the one that shot um, yeah. Jimmy? <laughs> yeah. So, originally, he, he his character was brought on to date Terry, but he was abusive towards her. Sorry, spoiler alert. Um, she was a character in seasons one through three of Degrassi. So, okay. do you have any... So, what do you have to say about, like, Secret Admirer, Sabrina? <laughs> um... 
Did you have one in, in middle school or high school? No. Emily, did you have one in middle school or high school? No, they were explicit. Act- no, yeah. not like on that level. <laughs> okay. They made it known that they had yeah. me. Oh, okay. Sabrina. Sabrina's like, no one's love for me was ever hidden. Exactly. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to get into the... I've, I have nothing to say about the B plot at all. We're going to get to the A plot. So this is when the trigger warning is in effect as Ellie does cut herself in this. Um, they don't, like... I mean, we'll talk about it after, but we're going to be seeing, like, self-harm or, like, cutting. So if that is going to trigger you, then you can skip forward. Guys, it's Ellie editing from the future. We stopped talking about the Ellie storyline at around the 22-minute mark. After that, it's smooth sailing. There's no mentions of self-harm or anything like that. So if you skip that, then you can skip to 22 minutes. But... Initially, the episode starts off, Ellie's dad is in some sort of military thingy. I don't know which one. Sorry to the disrespect. Um, He's leaving to go on a peace mission. And so it's just going to be her and her mother. And you're already kind of getting like tension between her and her mother from that first scene. It's a whole little thing. Ellie also has like a co-op opportunity thingy that she has to do for school. And she wants the one with Caitlin Ryan because it's like television based and it's whatever. And she and Paige are both up for the interview. And on the day of the interview, Ellie's like really nervous. She like fails a math exam. Paige spills something on her. She's looking like a wreck to the interview. She goes to the interview. She's like really nervous. She's just like whatever. But the interview goes, she goes home. She's trying to like talk to her mom about it. But her mom is passed out because she drank a lot. Like you see the bottles of like vodka and different other sorts of alcohol. You just see it. Um... Ellie's like, you know, upset because of that, because she can't like talk to her mom about these types of things. She goes upstairs, like she's like under distress. Some things fall out of her bag. One of them being, I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's something that she uses to like pick up and cut herself on her arm. And then she's like crying while she's doing it. And that happens. The next day she finds out that she got the internship over Paige, which is like a good thing for her since her life was kind of being like shit recently. She, we get like, not like a montage, but we get a lot of like, I don't know, I don't know what, what it's called. You would think I would know, but I don't. We just get a lot of like scenes of her at her internship, her like coming home to see her mom passed out, her self-harming herself. It's a lot of work. She's stressed out. She's like coming to school late all the time. She's cutting more and more. It's it's a stressful thing. One day when she comes late from school, she goes to the bathroom and she has like the urge to self-harm again. And then Paige comes in. Paige sees her. She's just like talking to her or whatever. And then she tells Ellie that she's bleeding. And Ellie says so, like, she like bangs her arm on something or whatever, like making up a lie, obviously. And then Paige comes out and confronts her. She was like, like, I saw what you did. Like, I know... That is not what the case is. And then Paige is like asking her, asking Ellie to like show her her arm, but she's refusing to do it because we all know why. And then we find out like towards the end of the episode, because Miss Suave, Miss Suave, Miss Suave was having a conversation with Paige or with another student. And then Paige was outside her office and she was like, oh, give me a minute, Paige, and then we'll talk about her, your friend. Ellie overhears this and she like concludes that she's the friend. And like, she's like, why are you telling Miss Suave this that in the fourth? And then Ellie's like, because you need help. Like, this isn't not Ellie. Paige is like, you need help. This isn't something like you're supposed to do. 
Paige is like asking, asking, let me see your arm. Let me see your arm. Ellie gives in and shows her her arm and then like starts to cry. And then she has a like a counseling session with with Miss Suave when she does. She doesn't talk the entire time. And she's like, I'm sorry, like I wasted your time. And Miss Suave was like, no, like this is a good first step, because instead of like cutting yourself, you realize that you needed to talk about it, which is like a good thing. And then Ellie agrees with that sentiment. And that's where the episode ends. What do you have to say about that? There was a lot going on in this episode. Yeah, like, not only did they want to touch on self-harm, I'm not saying, like, obviously don't do that, but they also dealt with, like, an alcoholic parent, one of your parents leaving. Like, I was like, damn, Degrassi, like, you could have just, like, I could not handle that. You could have just given me one problem at a time. I will say they're going to continue Ellie and her mom having, like, a weird relationship like later on it is something that comes back so it isn't something that they just like did for this episode like we'll see ellie's mom again i mean it was just like chaotic because like i obviously like they want to focus i don't know it's like a lot because you have like a military parent so like a like you know and then you have like an alcoholic mother Mm -hmm. and then all this stress that leads to self-harm yeah and I kind of wish that this was a two-part episode type thing instead yeah, of just I one. Yeah, I really wish this was two. I felt like this would have worked better as a two-parter, especially, like, dealing with, like, a heavy topic such as self-harming. I I feel like they did a good job in the one episode they had, but I feel like if they had two episodes, it could have been, like, explored more. Like, maybe, like, like the dangers of, like, if you continue to do it, like, more of that as well. That's, like, one thing that's not really, like, talked about like, the dangers of, like, actually doing that and, like, what it could lead to if you, like, continue to do it. But, like, I think they did a good job in the one episode. But, yeah, I agree with you. I do wish it was a two-parter. It's also, like, I mean, I assume... Is this, like, a one-time thing? Like, do they bring this back? They, like, mention it. I'm pretty sure they mention it that she used to. She doesn't do it again, to my remembrance of the show. But they do... I think they I think she like mentions it I can't I can't remember later seasons Ellie and what happens but yeah I I have a lot of thoughts swirling about this even though like I haven't seen the episodes recently Sabrina what do you think about girl whatever <laughs> what I just talked about the self-harming yeah well maybe you know what's her name Ellie yeah the redheaded one yeah um, maybe the fact that her mom was an alcoholic and her dad was probably the one that really was maybe like her rock. Mm-hmm. So the fact that her dad was leaving and she was left to a person who can be emotionally unstable, mm-hmm. um, that can take a toll on a person mentally, emotionally, and physically. Physically here, yeah. And you know, that she probably became depressed at one point and you know sometimes when depression kicks in sometimes people want to self-harm yeah and commit suicide oh okay <laughs> you didn't have to go there Sabrina. <laughs> but no yeah i definitely agree with you there like it's the sentiments of like her mom not being there and being like emotionally unavailable and just like the stress that she was dealing with with the internship which i don't like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you have? I don't know. This episode was rough. Yeah, you, Emily, I was, I was like, this episode, I was like, I don't know. 
I feel like the reason why we're struggling so much is one, because it's a sensitive topic, but two, so much happened in only one episode that there's like. I know. Okay, like, so like, what do you, like, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> what do you think of like the mo- the mother aspect of it? I feel like we kind of like we'll obviously like go back to the self harm part of it, but like, what do you think of like? The, oh, I don't know. What do you think of her mom? I feel like it's an accurate portrayal, you know, like yeah, a lot of kids do have parents that emotionally aren't available or like they're the like cause of a lot of stress and like a lot of you know a lot of like like they could be the reason for possible self harm. And it's, like, Mm -hmm. sad to see, but it's also, like, such a harsh reality because a lot of people do go through that. So it's good to see that they portray that. I wish they kind of maybe gave more of, like, an explanation as to why her mother's like that. Why her mother? I think, like, maybe... No, what do you you have to say, Sabrina? Um, Well, maybe, you know, when people turn to self-medication it there was probably a traumatic event that has happened in their life that you know results to them either drinking taking drugs you know people who are alcoholics they something traumatic has happened to not not everyone is you know waking up and already having Mm -hmm. a drink you know there's something in their life that's going on maybe the mom is depressed herself i I but also yeah um I felt like the dad should have helped the mom get some type of help or shouldn't have left mm-hmm. because knowing that the mom is an alcoholic mm-hmm. um, and he has, what, a teenage daughter in the house. Yeah. So it's like he knows the effect is how it's going to affect both of them, you know? I I think it's a I think one of the big reasons that she does drink I, is they don't like explicitly say it, but like you can kind of see it like in the beginning of the episode when like the dad's leaving. I think a big part of it is like is the dad and kind of like, you know, he's a important part of her life and maybe like, you know, she you can die out there. Yeah, I think she's like stressed because he's literally like in the army and like she, like, you know, in the army, like depending on your rank and stuff like you can't even tell where you're like like you can't tell your family where you are, like what's happening, like the set on the fourth. So she probably had some things with that. And she probably, like, keeps up, like, a nice... Not a nice appearance, but she probably keeps up, like, not being... Like, not drinking, turning to drinking when her dad's... When when her husband's back. But she's probably, like, stressed out that he's, like, not there. (laughs) Which, yeah. Which makes sense. I don't... This episode was tough. Okay? (laughs) I'm sorry we have, like, lackluster things to say, but, like, it was heavy on heavy topics. It was really stressful. What do you think of, like, the Caitlin Ryan Ryan internship, the co-op? That's an easier thing to talk about. I wish we went to a school that gave us co-ops. Yeah. No, seriously. Like, because the way that it's, like, forced on them, I wish that happened with us. Like, come on. Like, it was obvious that, like, all the students have to do some type of co-op. Like, it's not just, like, a, oh, a handful of students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's like, and it's like Miss Suave, like the guidance counselor, she like helps you, sets up the interviews with you. And like she tells Paige, like, oh, Paige, you didn't get it. But she's like, but like, don't worry, like, we're still going to find one for you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a good it's definitely a good experience to like it's like when you're supposed to get like an internship in college. But like sometimes like some internships like won't take you like based on your grade, based on your age, just that on the fourth. It's really hard to like find it on your own with no connections. And then you get yeah. into the real world and you're like, oh, my God, I couldn't get an internship. And then the real world drops like, why didn't you get an internship? And it's like, like, what is going on here? Like, no one wanted to give me a chance. Let's relax. 
But know. also, when she got to her internship, literally, Caitlin talked to her for like 30 seconds and then threw her to the wolves. That is true. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's an accurate portrayal, though, for what probably happens at internship. No, it is. It is. <laughs> they kind of just like, here is like where you're supposed to sit, talk to, like, I'll come see you in like three hours to see if you need anything and bye. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what it no, is. That literally is it. <laughs> so, you know, accurate portrayal on their part. I, I like I feel like I feel like we're like not saying a lot but at the same time it's like I don't have much to say like I only have my notes but I don't know I mean I feel like there's just like it's like I feel like that's the one thing we struggle with like sometimes there's just so much to say that we have <laughs> nothing to say <laughs> I, I do want to say this Paige you know she's always in her bitch era always a mean girl but her like looking out for Ellie was genuinely very sweet and like the acting from both of them, like, during that last scene, when, like, Paige kept saying, like, show me your arm, and they were, like, both crying. I was like, oh, wow, yeah. I'm, I'm emotionally invested in this. This was wow. very good. That was they a did good a, scene. They did a very good job. And, like, it's funny. To, not funny, but it's, like, it's, like, the fact that Paige is the one that went to Miss Suave and not, like, Ashley, who's, like, Ellie's best friend, I think says something, too. Like, it's, like, like self-harming is something that can, like, you can hide from someone so well. Like, if that makes sense, like, you can hide it from your closest friends, too. That, like, someone you don't even like is the one that, like, finds out and is the one that, like, helps you get help. I kind of like that. Like, you know, I don't know. I do. Shall I, I'm going to uh, insert one thing real quick. Yeah. I do like how they kind of had the scene where, you know, like, Ellie does end up going to the counselor. Mm-hmm. I think it's, I mean, like, obviously, if someone is going through some personal issues or you know like self-harm or like other types of things they might be going through like I think it's important to like always talk to someone about it like obviously like that's easier said than done like it's not like oh yeah I'm just gonna go like obviously that's pretty hard because (laughs) a lot of times you don't want to like face it but you know like there's always people to talk to so you know like Mm -hmm. it's important to remember that talking to someone is always an option whenever like you're ready to yeah because it's like yeah no it makes sense i yeah i agree miss suave is a good good counselor shall i read my notes yeah unless sabrina has something to say (laughs) do you sis so she's shaking her head. She's like, no. She's like, we have this conversation. I think I have a lot more to say about the next episode. The next episode is way more fun to talk about. And like, not even just because it's like, the topics are less heavy. And it's like, I don't know. I'm not saying that this episode wasn't fun to talk about. But I feel like I'm like... I mean, I wouldn't say this episode was fun to talk about. I would just no, say this that episode is, also is true. important <laughs> to talk about. That's true. But it was so heavy. that like I, That's why I feel like if it works better as a two-parter. Because I feel like... I don't know. I don't know. They 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 had to give us both like her mom being an alcoholic and her self-harming. You could have just given me one. That was exhausting for me. Like mentally, I cannot do that. Which I think like says something too about them just kind of just like shoving everything in your face too. Because like that's what happens. Because they had to show like one of her reasons that she was self-harming was her mom. So it makes sense. Well, yeah, it's like it's kind of like we have to where they're putting us in a position where we're going through exactly what Ellie's going through so we can better yeah, understand. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah. All right, I'm going to read my notes, and then we're going to take a quiz. I think I only have one because I could not think of a good, like, quiz topic to think. Sabrina, you're going to take the quiz with us. So get excited. All right, I'm going to read my notes. Um, 
Oh, this this is so so small and so minuscule in the grand scheme of everything but the fact that ellie has red hair none of her parents do and i know red hair is a recessive gene she probably couldn't have gotten it from a grandparent but i was like just a hint Wait, of red is it not dyed i know her hair is naturally like the actress hair is naturally red oh yeah oh i thought it was dyed <laughs> emily's like rethinking everything she knows <laughs> No, her hair is naturally red. Stacy Farber, I'm pretty sure that's her name, and her hair is red. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, okay. Mr. Armstrong, he gave the pop quiz. I'm like, I pop quizzes are actually like the worst thing that you could do. I never really got pop quizzes though. No, I know, but it's just like, it's just a shitty thing, because like not only are you putting the kids under pressure of information that they probably do already know. But and then you're like single, you know, you said that. Remember our English teacher, so, not sophomore year, senior year. And he was mad because like no one was reading the book that we were supposed to read. <laughs> and he gave us like gave a, a pop quiz. Yeah, girl, that was a pop I quiz. <laughs> I did not. I read the book. I failed it. <laughs> I love that man, but he was petty for that. And I, I honestly, I like, I appreciate it. He had every right to be. I mean, to be fair, when you have to teach a class on a book, but no one's read it, you can't really teach the class. Like No, yeah. He was frustrated. I think everyone learned their lesson right after that. <laughs> no, literally. He, was, he played no games. Um, I, I said, I hate people like Marco in high school when he was like, oh, I failed and he got a B plus. AKA you in high school. No, I'm kidding. Shut up. I wouldn't say I failed. You I'm just, just like, I did like, I did so shitty. You got like an 89. Like, <laughs> like let's relax, girl. I'm over here with a 34. You make me like, sound like please. a terrible person. No. <laughs> I'm just saying that's like how you were though. Not only you though, there were other people in high school that were like that. Sorry, I set my standards high. <laughs> um, when Ashley asked Paige, since where do you wear glasses and Paige never answered her I thought that was funny for some reason like she just gave her a look and just like <laughs> continue on I was like yeah and then I was like when Paige spilled whatever she spilled on um Ellie she was I was like Ashley should have been a good friend and give her like a shirt or something but we know Ashley is a shit person so why does it bother maybe she didn't have a shirt to give <sighs> I know she has a gym t-shirt in her locker somewhere <laughs> um I said, I said what I already said about Paige, but, like, I said Paige can be a bitch sometimes, but when she's, like, actually trying to be helpful, she'll, like, go to, like, the links to do, like, to be that helpful. So I appreciate that. I said, knowing what happens with Rick and Terry, it is <laughs> so funny seeing the beginnings of their relationship. <sighs> that's all I'm, so I'm going to say about that. Because oh, that's it. Okay, we're going to take a quiz. I sent these quizzes to myself, like, literally, like, two weeks ago. And now we are finally answering them, made doing them. It's so stupid. It, it, it pertains to the second episode. It's what what type of festival goer are you based on your festival habits? We should take a who's your secret admirer quiz. We are not. I feel like we've already taken that. That's well, the we thing. Probably, I like, we might have. I don't I know. I feel like we've. I feel like we've taken a lot of like who's your crush? Does your crush like you? Quizzes that like I don't oh, know. Uh, ew. All right. So I'm gonna send both of y'all the quiz. So Brene, you're gonna take this quiz with us. Okay. Okay. And we take turns reading questions. So it's me, Emily, and then it'll be you since you're included in this now. So it's, I did that because they went to a rave. I was trying to find like what kind of like rave outfit would you wear? Like something compared more to a rave, but I cannot. So we're doing a festival. I'm sorry, y'all. All right. Is everyone loaded up? Yes. All right. I'll begin. First off, where are you camping? In a luxury yurt in the same tent I use every year, camper van or in a tent I borrowed from my friend? You have to say your answer too, Sabrina. Oh, 
the van. Okay. <laughs> Emily? I don't have a tent, so a tent I borrowed from my friend. Yeah, I don't have a tent either. I'm going to do a camper van, so I don't want to sleep on the floor. All right, Emily, you read. What's one festival essential you couldn't live without? Hand sanitizer, portable <laughs> charger, inflatable mattress, portable speaker. Charger. Charger. Well, if you're, at a, if you're at a festival, why are you bringing a portable speaker? Like, isn't there music playing? That's kind of disrespectful, don't you think? <laughs> it's hand sanitizer. Okay, press it. Mm, COVID friendly. I don't know. My phone's kind of good. I don't really need a portable charger. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to do a portable speaker. I just said that whole thing about it. Bro, what? Pick an item of clothing. <laughs> I'm a hypocrite. Mankini, parka, bucket hat, tie-dye t-shirt. Tie-dye t-shirt. Um, tie-dye t-shirt. <laughs> I, my head's too big for a bucket hat. So is Sabrina's. <laughs> I want to... Don't talk about yourself like that. <laughs> I want... I'm picking bucket hat. Yeah, Emily could fit a bucket hat. I Our can. heads, fun fact. Sabrina and I have big heads, guys. You have passion twists on right now, though, so maybe you could get like, it. I don't want to pick mankini just for fun. Girl. <laughs> Honey, okay. What do you do when you first wake up? Plan your day around all the bands you need to see. Cue in line cue in line to take a shower. Plan your outfit for the day or crap open a drink. It's time to get lit. Take a shower. Sabrina, <laughs> Sabrina said take a shower. Probably also first, I take a shit. <laughs> That's what I. That's the I first thing like, I do when I plan the up. day around like what bands I'm gonna see. Like that's important to me. Hmm. Oh, this is for a festival. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna take a shower. Thank you. <laughs> All right, read the next one, Emily. Where will you be when your favorite artist is playing in the mosh pit, right at the front, trying to get the best pictures? Sitting on a blanket at the back, side stage, your friends with the drummer. Mm. Sitting on a blanket. Mm. Yeah, I'm do I don't si- like... I'm gonna do side stage, just because I feel like a part of me at a festival would be really friendly, and I would accidentally, like, talk to someone that's, like, in a band, if that makes sense. I'm gonna be sitting on a blanket, because I don't want to be around <laughs> all those dusty people. <laughs> all right. What are you going to have to eat? Instant noodles all weekend. Something fresh and fairly healthy. Yeah, fuck I'm that. spending my money on beers. The most Instagrammable looking food I can find. Okay, I'm only pressing the most Instagram looking food I can find. Not because I'm going to Instagram it, but probably because it like... I don't want something healthy. I don't want instant noodles and I don't want beer. So that's the, only, that's the one I'm going to have to press. I'm picking instant noodles. Oh, great food. Instagram. Hey, okay, I was like, what? Okay, what's your go-to drink? Warm cider, box of wine, gin and tonic, craft ale. Box of Ooh. wine. I'm gonna do warm cider. Mm-hmm. Gin and tonic. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Emily, darling, it's your It's starting to, to rain. What are you gonna do? I've got my waterproof rain isn't gonna stop me. Find the nearest hill to belly slide down. Ew. Hang out in the VIP bar. Go back to my tent and wait out the rain. I'm waiting out the rain. Um, I've got a waterproof rain jacket. Um, I fucking VIP hate bar. the rain. <laughs> it's been a rain. What are you going to do at night when the bands have finished? Get some beauty sleep, sit around the campsite telling stories, go to the silent disco, play drinking games. Ooh. Emily, I know what you're doing. I don't know why you're saying ooh. What is she doing? Playing drinking <laughs> oh. games? No, she's going to sleep. <laughs> I was going to pick playing drinking games. Oh. Bitch, if it's a festival, we're not sleeping. The exactly. fuck? Do you say that? I'll go to a silent disco. I'm going to sit around the campfire. We all have different thingies. All right. 
Who's reading? Wait, who's reading? I already read. Oh, I'm like losing it. I'm sorry. You're really hungover from the night before. What do you do? Cry. Use one of your rehydration sachets that you packed. Grab a smoothie or grab another beer. Hair of the dog and all that. Probably grab a smoothie. A smoothie. Yeah. Grab another beer. Fuck that. Period. Drunk all day long. All right, Hem last dies, question. bitch. It cancels out. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's the last night of the festival. What are you doing? Going to one of the artist's secret DJ sets. Getting in the car, I'm going Ooh. home. Dancing the night away, the festival isn't over yet. Um, resting up so I'm ready to travel home in the morning. Resting. I'm crying. Going to one of the artist's secret DJ sets. Yeah, I want to go to a secret DJ set. That sounds fun. All right. So I'll read mine first, Bye. and then Emily, you'll read yours, and then Serena will read hers. Okay, so I got the seasoned pro. Festivals are your thing. You've been going for countless years, and your arms are covered in wristbands from times gone by. You're a music connoisseur and always encouraging others to see lesser-known bands because they're about to blow up. That's accurate. You know the best spots for camping, like the back of your hand. You're always ready for all weather conditions, and you pack enough instant noodles and baby wipes to last you a month. Mine is kind of embarrassing. What is it? It's the wannabe influencer okay this is ellie editing from the future again so we had a lot of technical difficulties for some reason and when we like finally figured out we came back together i completely forgot to tell both emily and sabrina to read their um their little descriptive things for what they got for the quiz um i'm super duper sorry I like feel so so bad but Emily's was like as she said the wannabe influencers and Sabrina I forgot what it said I think it was like the festival diva it said something like that I feel really bad that I didn't let them like say their things but like we were just kind of like over it it was very frustrating so I apologize in advance if you really wanted to know what it was and what it said I wasn't trying to be selfish it was just like we spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out the technical difficulties I'm so sorry we're talking about season three episode nine against all odds unfortunately for me degrassi wiki does not have a good synopsis of what happened with these plots but plot a we have emma she's getting she's feeling chris sharp at the moment or whatever and they go to a rave and then plot b which we're going to talk about or i'm going to try to remember is marco and spinner and this whole thing about them so to make a long story short since i don't remember it we have Spinner being homophobic again. Jimmy and Spinner, they fail uh, some sort of test. I don't remember which one. Jimmy invites Marco to his house to like have a sleepover and so they could study because like they know Marco's smart. Spinner is like uncomfortable with that because he's like, yo, like Spinner, Marco's gay. I don't want a gay person, like whatever, this end of the fourth. And Jimmy's like, shut the fuck up. They're at the house. Like things go down. I don't want to really want to get into it because it's like one glaring thing that I don't want to talk about. But during the night, Spinner's on the floor, Marco's on the couch, and, like, Marco's hand, like, accidentally, like, falls on top of Spinner's. And Spinner's like, oh my god, I knew it, you were trying to get with me this entire time. And Marco was like, dog, just because I'm gay doesn't mean I'm attracted to every single guy. And he's like, and you're not even attractive to me. And Spinner was like, what do you, he was like, what do you mean? And now, like, and now Spinner's, like, suddenly not homophobic or something, because he got offended that Marco doesn't find him attractive so they kind of ended like on good terms I guess with Marco kind of explaining to Spinner like just because I'm gay doesn't mean that like I'm into every single guy he's like especially not you what do you have to say about them (laughs) Spinner's just annoying as fuck yeah Spinner has a hot streak of homophobia the last couple no literally continues on with this one if I was fucking Marco I would have let him choke should have just let him choke 
He was choking. He was trying to perform the Heimlich on him, and Spinner kept running away from him because he thought he was like trying to like feel him up or something. Like Literally, like okay then. Serious, <laughs> say louder. Huh? Say louder. We not low key. Not even not low key. <laughs> You're not gonna get. There's a lot of internalized homophobia with people. We get that in one character in Degrassi in a later season, so you're not wrong. No, I Riley fucking agree. It's fine. Sabrina, if y'all didn't hear her, she said that a lot of people who are homophobic are probably gay themselves, and she's not wrong. Low key. There's a lot of there is a lot of that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you have to say about that? Like, there's not much to say about the plot line other than, like, Jimmy, once again, is, you know, not an asshole and not a douche and just proving that he is not the same as Spinner. And I don't know how he's friends with Spinner when they're just, like, complete opposites. I mean, they do say opposites attract. Look, look, Spinner is learning from Jimmy now, you know? I guess so. Maybe if they didn't have that sleepover, maybe... Spencer will still have that. Spencer. Spinner. Spinner will still have that mindset of gay yeah. people. So, you That's know. True. You, you can learn. You should have seen the episodes when he was homophobic. It was wild. <laughs> yeah. I like I like how we resolve. They're kind of like cool now. I thought it was funny. Marco calling Spinner ugly, essentially. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to get to the meat of the episode, which is an Emma plot. Once again, are we shocked? No. Are we surprised? No. I'm going to be honest with y'all, though. Once I, I've already said this, I have not re-seen these episodes, so I cannot really remember. I do remember the episode starting with Chris Sharp, like, talking about, do you, they talk about Shakespeare, right? Yes, I remember this because Sean said exactly what I said about Shakespeare a couple of episodes back when he was like, he's just some old man. Like, what does he know about my life? He said the same exact thing that I said. The one time I agree with Sean. And then Chris Sharp said something about like loving him. I don't know what they were talking about. And Emma's like, oh my gosh, he's smart. He's cool. He DJs. Maybe I'm in love with Chris Sharp. It's a whole thing. Manny's like catching on to it. And she invites Emma to a rave because Chris is a cousin DJs at the rave. And sometimes he lets Chris spin a set, whatever. Emma and what's her face? Manny get all dolled up. They go to the rave there's rave things happening. There's like dancing or whatever. On one side of the rave, we have Chris and Emma and they're like, you know, getting off flirty, whatever. And then, uh-oh, we get Melanda. Was that the girlfriend's name? She comes out of nowhere. Chris's girlfriend. He's like, oh yeah, Emma, this is my girlfriend. On the other side of the rave, we have Manny who has convinced Craig to come to the rave because Ashley is taking like Ellie to like a spa weekend resort thingy for some like R&R. So he's kind of bored and he falls into Manny's trap once again and goes to the rave, like being stupid. And they, she's like, you want to dance? And he's like, yeah. So that's what's happening on one side of the rave. And then eventually Chris and Emma, they go like somewhere quieter so they can talk about what just happened with Melanda. It's a whole thing. Um... On the other side of the rave, once again, Manny is getting in it with Craig. She's going up to kiss him. And he's like, this is a bad idea. And she's like, no, I can keep a secret. Knowing damn well he's in a relationship and she should not be doing this. Whatever. As Chris and Emma are about to kiss, Manny and Craig are also kissing. They actually kiss. Chris and Emma get like a peck on the lips. And then Emma's like, I can't do this. Like, she feels too guilty about it. It's like, he just broke up with Melanda. Like, you know, she is not doing that. She doesn't want to be a homewrecker respectable i'm sorry this part of the episode was so foul she goes home no she leaves the room with chris she tries to find manny she can't find manny she's like you know what i'll just go home she goes home sneaks back into her basement 
sees Manny and Craig making out on her own bed. Kicks Craig's... <laughs> no, this, we're, we'll, we'll talk about it. Kicks Craig out and then, <laughs> and then yells at Manny and it sleeps on, sleeps on the floor of her own room. <laughs> and, then, and then the next day they're at school. Like Emma didn't talk to her. Manny's like trying to talk to her. She's like, why are you being like so like whatever? And then she's like, you know, Craig has a girlfriend. Like what you're doing like isn't a good thing to set in the fourth. Manny, what does she say? She says that she doesn't want to be friends with a stuck up prude princess. And then Emma says, well, I don't want to be friends with the school slut. And that's how the episode ends. What do y'all have to say? <laughs> I I don't know. Emily, you can go first. Oh. <sighs> I don't know why Emma didn't kick out Manny because, bro, the second I seen that shit, she could get the fuck out. You, you dish me to go to my room on my you bed. Imagine that's and like, she was like bro. trying to she was trying to explain. She was like she was like, oh Emma, I didn't think you wouldn't be back. That is not a good reason to <laughs> still go to your friend's bedroom and like Literally. make out with someone who's not even your own boyfriend. Like you're stealing this <laughs> boyfriend from another girl. <laughs> And then the audacity to call her a prude princess. Yeah, no, that was, that was, that, I, like, I don't even, okay, we'll get to, we'll get to them. Let's talk about Chris and Emma first. What do you think? I I thought it was funny where Emma called herself white. Yeah, I literally, I wrote that in my notes where she said, I'm on planet white dork. I laughed out loud. I was like, like, at least she's self-aware. She is (laughs) self-aware. At least she knows. She's like, Chris has all this swagger and I do not. At least she knows. (laughs) No, literally. (laughs) Like, it it was funny. I, it's a shame that we don't see a lot more of Chris, that that he's a character they like push to the side. He, like, I think him and Emma do become official. I honestly don't remember because they kind of just, like, shithold his whole character. But I like seeing Emma, like, trying to find someone else that's not Sean. And, like, you know, finding someone that, like, has interests, like, that same interest as she does. Because, like, when he said the whole Shakespeare thing, she's probably thinking, like, oh, my God, like, I'm not, well, I was gonna say I'm not calling Sean dumb because I don't want to call a kid dumb. But she's probably thinking like, oh, he like thinks the same as me with Chris or something. I don't really know. Yeah. <sighs> Just it's it's nice to see. It's also coming from someone who is, you know. I was like, wow, they're pairing Emma up with a black man. <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was floored, if you will. Let me stop. It's not that big of a deal. I'm not saying that, but I was just like, okay, good for you, Emma. She knows what she likes. Let me stop. <laughs> but yeah, I like the thing. Okay, the whole okay, <laughs> the like main meat plot of the episode is like the difference between Manny and Emma and like what they're doing like with like the guys that they like. Because with Emma, we see she likes Chris. She's like g- goes to the rave that he's spinning at this that and the fourth. Sees the problem that he has with Melanda. And then, like, is listening to Manny's advice when she's like, now is the time to, like, go talk to him. And Emma said it herself. She's like, Manny, that's, like, kind of harsh. Like, he literally just got broken up with, like, he is her. And Manny's like, yeah, that's when you have to swoop in. Okay, Manny. So Emma, like, you know, takes her advice and is talking to him about that. And, you know, that's when they start, they, you know, they have a little moment or whatever. But Emma, you know, she has a conscience and a soul because at Manny, this episode does not. I'm sorry. I know I love Manny, but no, she was no, I, I cannot respect her in this episode. So she's like, I can't do this. 
And then we have Manny, who, like, actively knows that Craig is dating Ashley. We know this. <laughs> Everyone knows this. Invites him to the rave. Like, yeah, you can probably just say, like, oh, she just did that as a friendly thing. No, she had ulterior motives. And we see that with, like, what she does with him at the rave, like, with her dancing and, like, this, that, and the fourth. So it's not shocking. Um, Sabrina, what do you have to say? Um, about what? <laughs> what do you have to say about, like, let's say you had a friend right mm-hmm. who's like you like a guy and then they're giving you like shitty advice or they're giving you like they give you like complicated advice and you're like mm, like i don't really know how i should take this like how would you feel like how do you feel about that i don't know how do you feel like i'm having a friend that like might have like different morals than you when it comes to like something like that um well i guess it depends on the situation mm-hmm um because obviously everyone has their own opinions everyone has their own beliefs and morals so i guess i mean you can take you can listen to the advice but you don't necessarily have to run with it like you're not obligated Mm -hmm. to it's just you know put some different perspectives in your head and then whatever you know whatever i don't know what i'm trying to say (laughs) you're fine well <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I guess whatever you know, you're thinking about, you can kind of like intertwine it with whatever the other person believes, and then, then you just come up with the resolution of how to you know solve the problem. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. You're yeah, fine. We never know what we're saying on this podcast. I just. Yeah, we eventually got somewhere. This ep- No, this episode, though, was a train wreck. This episode of the podcast is going to be a train wreck, and so is this episode. <laughs> episode 9 of Degrassi was a... Whew. I just, like... I think it's more frustrating for me since I like Manny as a character, and just to see her being a completely shit person, like, condoning cheating, condoning, like... Oh, wow. That's literally what she she's doing, though. <laughs> like, condoning that, condoning, like trying to get with a guy even though you know he's like emotionally hurt right now because of his ex-girlfriend and she's like that's when you're supposed to swoop in okay girl let's relax like you know and then calling her friend like a stuck-up prude princess just because she didn't want to like take advantage of a guy when he was emotionally distraught about losing his girlfriend like girl manny is obviously only thinking about herself period sabrina speak your mind i mean she is she's literally only thinking about herself she feels as though the only way someone can actually love her or actually you know have some sort of interest in her is when they're at their lowest because obviously when someone's at their lowest they're the most vulnerable and they're gonna turn to the person who's giving them the most attention you know so Mm -hmm. i think when she sees that or does that obviously whoever you're venting to when you're at your lowest you somehow form a bond or a connection and then maybe you start growing feelings for that person you know so yeah talk your shit sabrina i'm like what do you have to say emily have you ever been called a stuck up fruit prince <laughs> have you ever been called a school slut um <laughs> I just think it was wild. No, she hasn't. Wait, have you? <laughs> no, just, me no. Oh, I was like, did I? Sabrina, just have you ever been called a school slut? No. Good. Sabrina, what was your reputation be... in school? I didn't have one. No, she didn't have one, guys. <laughs> Emily, what was your reputation in school? <laughs> I don't think I had one either. 
No, I think I've already mentioned this. I was definitely known as like the Hamilton girl as a while. I like I know that for a fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't have one. <laughs> Sabrina Sabrina has told me though that she believes that she's a trendsetter at her high school. That you've really? told me this. You told me that you would you would buy like a pair of sneakers and you wear it to school and you're like next week all the same bitches had the same sneakers as me. You would tell me that. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so you, lipstick, Crocs. Yeah. Yep. So she was a trendsetter at her high school. Period. <laughs> but, yeah, like, what do you have to say? Like, I, I, I don't even know. I feel like maybe when I read my notes, it'll be easier. But I just, these, like, this episode was wild. Just Manny's morals, I cannot get behind. Craig also, like, not her Craig's morals, a motherfucker, too. More like, it was more her lack of morals. That's true. Craig is also fucked up, too. He's like, I can't. If you really couldn't, you could get the fuck out. And he knows better. But, you know, he wants that punani. So he's like, you know what? Let me stay here. I know, especially because it's not like they're in a bad position of their relationship. Like, yeah, Emma, not Emma, wrong bitch. Craig and Ashley, yeah, they're like, okay. So. Like, he really has no reason to be cheating. Yeah. And, like, after he said I... He officially said I love you to her, like, literally two episodes ago, for him to just, like, also have this turnaround. Like, it says something about him and Ashley. Like, I, like he never really liked Ashley because if you really did, you would not be cheating on her with Manny. Like, come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like... I know the Degrassi writers want some, like, drama. Like, I get it. But stop having Craig be like, I like Ashley. Like, honestly, I, if he would just, like, you know what? I actually don't like Ashley that much. But I'm going to just keep her along. I would, I would, I would, like, respect a little bit more. <laughs> I'm never respecting cheating. I'm just saying. But it's just <laughs> wild like, that, like, Manny was the one that was like, I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah. I was like, girl. girl. I I wrote that in my notes, but I was like, girl, you left her at the rave that she didn't really want to be there at the first place. Like, you know, like she was like already like stressed out because she's like, I'm like out of my environment. I'm on planet white dork. This and the fourth. You're going to leave her, not tell her anything and then go and make out with a guy who's not even your own boyfriend in your friend's bed. (laughs) She's apologized. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay, sister. I'll get you when you have more energy one day. You can be here for our season wrap up. Guys, I, we promise you, Sabrina's literally more fun than we are. Sabrina is... <laughs> Emily said that you're more fun than we are, <laughs> which is accurate. <laughs> We're boring. <laughs> okay, so I'll I'll research season three, the rest of it, and then when I get to an episode, I'm like, you know what? Maybe Sabrina has a lot to say about it. I'll let you talk about it. Oh, yeah. Well, what but you have to watch like? the episode, Sabrina. Yeah, I think that's why I haven't watched the episode. That's yeah. To say. And you know, like, you want, you want me to come on when you know, like, later Degrassi? When you know, like, Drew and Adam and <laughs> those people? Because <laughs> you remember them more than, like, earlier Degrassi. We'll see. All right. Y'all, I'm going to read my notes because I'm also tired and I have to edit this tonight. So <laughs> we got to get it going. Um... Yeah, I mentioned the Sean thing already when he talked about Shakespeare. I was like, he literally said the same thing I did. Um, he's a copycat. No, <laughs> I said everyone referring to Sean as Eminem is probably the funniest gag the show has had in a while because Chris Chris Sharp said something about him, like looking like Eminem, and I laughed because like why is he dressing like that? Like it was genuinely so funny. He's like Slim Shady over there. I was like, yep, mm-hmm, amen. <laughs> I said Mr. Armstrong being the teacher for all the subjects is insane. Um. Manny's face the entire time Chris and 
Chris and Emma were talking was very funny. I caught it. She was like, she knew there was like, like some flirting going on. Like she just knew it. And she was just like, you can see the gears turning in her head. I thought it was really funny. Once again, Emma, I'm on planet white dork. (laughs) I like Emma this season. I'm sorry. I have to be an Emma, an Emma lover this season. She's, (laughs) she has had not a lot of qualms with me yet. So I like her this season. When this is the thing I didn't want to mention, but I wrote it in the notes when this is back to the B plot, when Spinner and Marco and Jimmy, they were watching at some point, they started watching pornography together, which I don't even I do not want to get into. That is so weird. But obviously, like Marco is gay, so he wasn't paying attention to like the female in the video, whatever. And his spinner's like, so what is he paying attention to? And Marco said the drape spinner, the drapes. I laughed. I thought that was funny. This was a good Manny moment. Just this line. When she was talking to Emma and she said, and no talking about the environment. The environment is not sexy. Do not talk about it. That's one of my favorite lines from her. I thought it was so funny. Um, we got, we got a Sydney and Joey cameo. I said that they're actually funny, but foul at the same time for playing a boring ass movie to try to get Greg to get out the house so that they could have alone time. I was like, y'all are foul for that. You could have just told him to not be there, <laughs> but the, it was funny on their part. Um, so smart. Also, 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 if Craig didn't want to get himself into harder water, he could have actually just gone to Jimmy's house instead of going to the rave. But, you know, Degrassi loves conflict. So whatever. <laughs> I'm just going to say I'm just going to say what I wrote. I wrote, oh, yeah, it's your boy Sea Dog in the house. <laughs> I wrote Manny had evil advice. That was very evil. Um, I don't know if you caught this, but Manny told Emma, she was like, don't talk about environment. And then when Chris and Emma like went to the little quiet thing, he asked her, he was like, how's the environmental club? And she was going to say something, but she remembered what Manny told her. And she was like, let's not talk about that. That was a callback to that. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, I did peep that. <laughs> like that was like one of the first things he asked. <laughs> she was like, nope, I'm going to get in hot water. That was funny. So um, once again, about you. Yeah. Once again, Craig being a two-timing hoe and saying, let's not do this. And then still proceeding to do the thing that he didn't want to do. I said, Manny leaving Emma is down by dirty behavior and making out in her own bed. I'm like, I don't want to get into that more, but that is disrespectful. Emma's being like mad pissed. Well, she's like, she didn't even change her outfit. She just kicked off her shoes so aggressively, grabbed a blanket and just like slammed herself to the floor. I was like, girl, I would have kicked Manny off of my bed. I don't care. How, like, no, no. literally. She's probably like, that bed is tainted now. I don't blame her. <laughs> and then I, once again, Manny, Manny saying, I thought you weren't coming home till late is not a good reason to hook up in your friend's bed and not tell them that you left the rave that you forced them to go to. That's on my nose. <laughs> Period. Do you, have, do you have any last words? No, my brain is numb right now. <laughs> um, We will be back next week with... I have Will no we? idea what the episodes are. Emily, I've already texted you this and you you have said that you want to continue this podcast. I've I tried to give you an out no, and you kept I yourself can't in. I record next week. <laughs> I literally already told you I can't record far. next week, so <laughs> you made it this far. <laughs> well, we 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 will be back at a point with Just not next week. Shut up. <laughs> we are going to be back. I with... told you I can't record next week. <laughs> Emily, let me finish my statement. We are going to be back with uh i actually don't know because the next episode is 
an episode and then the two episodes after that is a two-parter so i don't know if we're gonna do a three episode or if it's gonna be one episode and then the two-parter i'll figure it out whatever we will be back if we listen if listen i'm if listening no no no. i'm talking to the i'm talking to the audience even though they don't know that if you don't get a degrassi based podcast episode next week it'll be something else that i just make up so if you want to see what that is mystery Ooh. podcasts Stay tuned. I don't know what that I, fun. I know. What, no, I know what it'll be. Um, so but I'm not going to I'm going to force y'all to come and listen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We'll see what happens, though. Um, Emily and I are going back to school soon. So the uh. recording schedule and like uploading schedule might be a little bit chaotic over the next coming weeks. Um, if it uh. is, we'll obviously like update y'all and let you know like what will be happening moving forward. Like if we're going to change the day we, we upload or this on the fourth. Because Jesus Christ, Emily and I don't even want to go back to school. It's a whole thing. So yeah, (laughs) we will see y'all next week. We will we we will be back. (laughs) This is not like we're not gonna go on a hiatus. I just realized we we you will see what happens. There will they there will be an episode next week, whether or not it's a Degrassi related one. Okay, all right. So stay tuned. (laughs) Yes, stay tuned. If you really want, if you want, listen. Hold on. If y'all want a specific topic talked about, DM me on Degrassified yeah, underscore like if y'all podcast wanna... on Instagram. Tweet me at, at Degrassified underscore or reply to a comment on a TikTok that I've made at Degrassified underscore podcast. I will take For your real. suggestions. Thank For you very real. much. And if no one suggests, you're, you're, you're going to listen to me talk about Disney movies. So y'all better watch out. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Goodbye, y'all. Peace out.